Hello, Penny here. Today on my garden podcast, imagine that a completely inexpert have a go gardener being completely wrong about something. What I am about to tell you will blow your mind. You can get enough expertise on the internet, can't you? Well, you're certainly not going to get it here. Okay, so here we are, quite a windy day today. The temperature's dropped and it's breezy. I'm risking it a little bit without putting mosquito repellent on. But, you know, I'm I'm kind of like that. You know, I live life on the edge. Yeah. Um, I was actually stung a week ago by a couple of very angry wasps. The story is this. I go to the shed. I think, oh, there's a paper bag which used to have charcoal in it that's empty and needs recycling. I'm going to take that to recycling. You know, keep keep on top of shed tidiness is my motto. And I scooped it up, I grabbed it, I scrunched it. And then before I knew it, I had this searing pain in my ribs. Not, not in my ribs, actually, it was in the skin. It was like a burning sensation. And I dropped the bag, I ran out of the shed, I ran towards the house, I screamed because I love a bit of drama. And also it really hurt, you know. And I realised I'd been stung. So quick to the cream, the antisan, the antihistamine cream. And quick to the Nurofen to get rid of the pain. And my goodness, a week later, it's still itchy. It still hurts. So obviously I've bored everyone I know about the wasp sting story. But yeah, the wasps, uh, it turns out, had been, you know, eyeing up the paper bag as a bit of a new home. And gone, why build, why waste energy building our own hive or... What's it called? Nest. We actually had one on the back of the summer house a couple of years ago and it's this beautiful cone-like shape. It was absolutely impressive. But they looked at that paper bag and went, let's just get in here. New build. It's all purpose-built. It's all ready-made. Let's get in there. Anyway, so I'm in the garden, as you can imagine. (laughs) I'm avoiding the mosquitoes and the wasps and I have in my hand a pot that needs to go in the ground. And in this pot is something that's rather intriguing. Um, when it was first sprouting it was a bit of an unknown quantity the label I put in it is and it has a question mark at the end verbena or Dutch wig plant unidentified object that needed a bit of a home to see what happened with it anyway it's grown over the last few weeks and this particular plant is known for being a bit of a late starter so you might put the seeds out you might deal with it earlier rather than later but you don't really get much back from it and you're a bit worried about it perhaps it's nicotiana it's our old friend nicotiana now we've not grown this for a couple of years this is simply some sort of rogue seed rogue i don't know seedling that's turned up nurtured it for a few months in the pot and it's turned out to be Nicotiana. If it looks like Nicotiana and it feels like Nicotiana, then it probably is. Plus, the app that I've got said it was. And it's got those very sticky, um, furry leaves. And it's already got a bit of a funny, sort of um, bitter, sour smell about it, like the tobacco smell that you get off Nicotiana. And when it's in full flower, it's glorious. It's trumpets of white, really tall, five foot tall, a couple of meters tall. The neighbors a couple of years ago mentioned just how beautiful they were. They could see them from their garden. And it does keep flowering as long as you keep deadheading. So this beautiful specimen, and we've only got one, we're going to put it in the ground next to the hydrangea and the 
thing I don't know what it's called but I'll look at it at some point on the app and find out and then I'll instantly forget but yeah the negotiation <coughs> Nicotiana Nicotiana tobacco plant is going in the ground so yeah and what I'm going to do with it is put it in with this thing which I have discovered to be a fertilizer and I have also discovered I have been wrong. I know, I know. <laughs> Imagine that, a completely inexpert have-a-go gardener being completely wrong about something. What I am about to tell you will blow your mind. I've had an email. Hilda from the Netherlands has emailed hello at bitfamous.co.uk to say how much she enjoys my garden podcast she's been binge listening love that hilda thank you very much and what she loves especially about my garden podcast is that it's very relatable in that it's completely an expert no one really knows what they're doing you know have a go gardeners we're all like that aren't we she said actually you can get enough expertise on the internet can't you you don't need any more well you're certainly not going to get it here um but what the brilliant thing is that hilda explained to me was that the yellow or orange balls that I've been going on about for a number of episodes now aren't, in fact, slug eggs, as I thought they were. They are, in fact, something called Osmocote, a fertiliser. And you can buy the stuff. And yes, it does. It looks like the eggs and this all came from my mum my mum said mm, oh riddled with slug eggs oh terrible and so what I've been doing as you well full well know is taking these little balls and squeezing them between my thumb and forefinger a little pussy stuff comes out and you're like yeah I'm I'm on top of the slugs no they come from garden centers they're part of the fertilizing they're part of the keeping this stuff keeping the plants going and looking gorgeous so I got myself some Hilda, thank you. Thank you. It's a massive game changer. So Osmocote, um, I'd never come across it before. I'd never seen it called that, is essentially um, a dry ball that when it gets wet, when it gets damp, it becomes soft inside. It becomes gooey. So if you do squeeze it, it does actually feel like an organic bit of matter. And because it's so gooey inside, you could well imagine that it is the start of a slug life and my mum I cannot wait to tell her just how wrong she's been over the years at spending her life squidging and my life too actually the hours I've spent just getting this these balls out of of pots and think and and tutting and thinking oh that garden center's always got these in it it must be really slug riddled it's funny isn't it this is just a belief it's not a factual accuracy. If I'd gone back to the garden centre and went, oi, oi, what's going on in here in all your pots? They would have gone, oh no, that's Osmocote. Now, I have talked about these yellow balls a lot and, tuss and tutted under my breath in many a podcast and, you know, sort of whinged about them. I've squeezed them, popped them like big zits and been satisfied that I'm on top of the slug issue. I'm not going to go back to those episodes and edit them. You're going to get to this episode sooner or later, and you too will chuckle and go, oh, do you know what? I always wonder what those were, and now I know for sure. So thanks, Hilda. 
absolutely brilliant information if you've got any information to help me and the gardening population that listens to my garden podcast improve their knowledge no latin names please though just any tips like no penny those yellow balls and orange balls are not slug eggs they are in fact fertilizer i'd love to know so hello at bitfamous.co.uk right then let's get this nicotiana in the ground and then call it and call it a day okay so i'm going to put it in next to the plant i can't remember the name of it's like a gladioli it's not a lupin and i can't quite remember but it does a similar sort of thing it's got cone-like flowers on it which have all gone away now which is nice to know actually at this time of year that next time next year that will be receding as the gap next to it opens up for something like an ecoshiana or a cosmos that will end up flowering for quite some time now i've not dug in here for a long time in this um, particular patch of bed because if one reason or another i haven't needed to there was a rose here it wasn't doing that well we took it out and actually it's very root bound very dry so it's going to need a bit of a bit of looking after you're never 100 percent sure are you that where you're putting something is the right place you can only as discussed have a go so let's get this in the ground quite tall this Nicotiana already uh, that's definitely husband planting out because there's no crocs in it oh do you know what if you could help me with this I'd love this do you feel the need to put crocs crocs you know like old crockery um, square you know little triangles of uh, terracotta pots that have broken into the base of every pot that you plant out do you I'd, I need to know whether it's actually. Um, oh, I just put some put some osmocote in the base there, <laughs> and uh, then I put the nicotiana on top. Do you feel the need to do that with every plant? Because I thought it was like a a gardener's, you know, thing. You absolutely had to do as a non-negotiable that at the bottom of every pot you had to put crocs. I don't mean those plas that plastic footwear. I mean, you know, bits of old crockery. And I thought that was absolutely what you had to do. But just watching my, um, observing what my husband's done is just like throw some soil in a pot and then throw the plant in on top. There's been no discernible difference, to be honest. So when, when do you crock? To crock or not to crock? That's the debate I'm after some answers from um if you could let me know if you've got a rule of thumb right let's get some water on that and then it's uh it's job done yeah i've literally created some sort of water feature there because it's higher than the ground around it <laughs> so it's running off oh well let's get these big leaves up sometimes plants are their own worst enemies aren't they because they throw out these huge leaves and then they can't actually take any watering around them because they're protecting the ground it all makes sense eventually there doesn't it mm, okay right i reckon that'll do i reckon that'll do for now oh my sunflowers next to it are looking good 
We've planted loads in the ground and they're all coming on a treat. They're all double-headed as well, which is a bit strange. Right, I think that's job well done.